Well, a massive hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And I'm glad that you're here with me today for day 95 of our 365-day devotional journey as we go through the Bible in a whole entire year. And I'm excited to continue on. We have a new brew to talk about today. Before we get there, though, let's have a look at what scriptures we're reading. As always, they are in the devotional, sorry, in the description uh, on every platform. Let's have a look. Psalm chapter 41, verse 7 to 13. Luke chapter 10, verse 25 to chapter 11, verse 4. And Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 24 to chapter 4, verse 14. So those are our scriptures for today. That's what we're going to be getting into. But before we go any further, I'm very excited because we have a brand new brew to try here on The Daily Brew. No more Jeds in Jesus' name. We have got the 830 Roastery Rwanda. Now, this is a filter blend, a filter roast that's specifically made for filter. And we're supposed to taste today stone fruit, toffee, and tea-like qualities. Very excited to give this a try today. So let's give it a go. I've made it in the Chemex. And 20 grams of coffee with 300 grams of water coming out, brewed for the amount of time that it takes to get it to come through. So let's give this a try and see if we can get any of that. Let me just read that to you again. It's supposed to taste like stone fruit, toffee, and tea-like qualities. So let's give this a go. 830's Rwanda blend. Let's give it a go and see what we can get out of it today. Jeepers, wow. Wow. I just got a text saying that, yeah, that coffee sounds unbelievably good. And yes, it does. As I put it on Do Not Disturb mode, that is really amazing. What that's got is this really beautiful, it's this really beautiful, like, sweet tea, like almost quite a nectarine flavor that it really does have a tea-like quality. It, it tastes like I'm drinking... Uh, a, a tea with a real coffee weight. It's a it's an odd mixture of flavors, to be honest. Um, it's kind of confusing. I'm gonna go for a triple just just to try it again. Mm. Like it's 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 weighty in your mouth, but then in the front of your tongue it has this real light flavoring and this light feeling on the front. But then it's such a weird concoction. I actually don't know how I feel about this one. I think I like it. There's a strong toffee aftertaste. Everything that it says on the packet is what I'm feeling. So maybe that's just not what my imagination had imagined that it would taste like. But it's good. It's nice. It's mid-range for me, though. It's not like an amazing filter that I'm, like, desperate to have more of. I did just try it three times, but to try and get the flavor profile for you. It's honestly first time I've tried it, first time I've had it. And I'm not disappointed. I'm just not, like, wowzers about it. So I'm going to say it's a good middle table coffee, but... Maybe if we try it as a plunger, maybe we'll try it as a plunger tomorrow and give it a good day-by-day comparison and see if it comes out better as a plunger. But as a Chemex, it's light, but it does have that heavy weight in it, and it tastes, maybe it's the tea that's throwing me off. I I don't know. You should give it a try and let me know. Let me know how you feel about it. You can buy it from 830.com or whatever their website is. You can buy it from there. Give it a try. I recommend giving it a go because it is a unique flavor, uh, but it's not something that I'm necessarily the most excited about for the rest of my life. Anyway, enough of the brews today. Let's get into the Bible, the reason that we are here for today. Do you have your priorities straight? Do you know what's really important? Do you prioritize your life and your time well? 
I love talking to teenagers about how to manage their time better. One of my jobs at the time of recording this is doing a leadership academy with uh, students who are in schools wanting to advance their leadership. And we talk about leadership principles and we talk about things like time management. We talk about how to get the right things done at the right time. I love debating them on how much time they have based on the fact that they spend upwards of four to six hours on various social media platforms every single day, how they feel they don't have any time, but really you're just not prioritizing it very well. And we think about that and we're like, yeah, yeah, it's because they're young, they're youth, you know, they're not really up to speed. But I reckon there's so many adults too who don't prioritize their time very well. I don't know if as adults, we're great at making sure we have the right things in the right places. I wonder to myself, how do you prioritize? And what do you prioritize? What is it that we believe we can go without today? What I, what I want to talk about today, I suppose, is looking at these scriptures, I want to talk about how we figure out what things we should prioritize the most. And, and I want to start with one of the most important things I think we should prioritize every single day. It's the presence of God. The truth is, we can know the presence of God in the middle of our pain and in the middle of our triumph. Recently, I prayed for a young man who asked me to pray for wisdom for him. That was what he asked me to pray for. And I, I didn't ask anything else about his situation. I just, I started to pray for wisdom. And as I prayed for him, I felt the urge to speak to a spirit of abandonment, that he was wrestling with the spirit of abandonment. And my new friend that I just met on the altar of this service, he had the spirit leave him and he encountered the presence of God right there and right then. And he experienced that presence of God that led him to freedom. You know, David, he writes in the Psalm about a close friend who he trusted. That's who God desires to be for us. David was writing about God, a close friend who he desired to be close. The awesome thing is, is that God actually wants a close relationship with us too. One where we yield to him and fully trust him. And it's when we do that, that we actually experience the presence of God in our daily lives. God's desire, uh, sorry, David's desire is that God would set him in his presence, that he would set him in his presence. That's what he uses. He uses that word set. I want to encourage you to make that your desire too. See, what you prioritize is an overflow of your desire. Desire to be in his presence, not wriggling around or looking to the left or to the right, but to be set, to be set in his presence. The presence of God changes everything in our lives. So I want to encourage you to make it a priority for you to sit in his presence every single day. In Luke today, we read of the parable of the guy who gets beaten up and left for dead on the side of the road. It's the Good Samaritan story, right? This parable is given to us to help us see the importance of helping one another, the priority of people. You know, the two you think should help in the story are the two who didn't. And the one who you don't think should is the one who does. The reality is, is that Jesus is showing us in this parable many, many things, but one of them is the priority of people. What did the two do? Sorry, what did the two who should have helped? Why? Why did the two? That's meant to be a why, not a what. Why did the two who should have helped not help? Well, we don't actually know fully why. The Bible doesn't give us exactly reasons why, but we could take some context clues and we could apply it to this. So maybe they were too busy in what they were doing, hurrying around to try and get things done. Maybe they didn't want to compromise themselves by touching a dead body. It was Levitical law. That, uh, sorry, it was the law of the day to not touch a dead body. The, the, the guy looked dead and touching a dead body would have made them unclean according to the law. We read that in the book of Numbers uh, uh, recently, right? A couple of days ago, I was trying to think of the exact day. I can't quite get the exact day, but we read about it in the book of Numbers that if you touch a dead body, you're ceremony un ceremonially unclean for seven days, uh, according to the old uh, the old covenant. Maybe they just didn't feel comfortable taking a risk. Maybe they just felt that was too much for them. They didn't want to take a risk and get involved in something 
that wasn't for them, that, that he obviously got beaten up. Maybe they didn't want to get beaten up as well. Listen, we don't know the exact reason, right? We're just It's just hypothetical reasons as to why they didn't help. But all three of these potential reasons point to the priority of being of having self over the person who needed help. So their priority wasn't people, it was themselves. And I, I think all three of these are rooted in pride. And when we're living without the priority of people, we're living in pride. The Samaritans were a race that were despised by the Jews in every sense of the imagination. They were despised socially, politically, and religiously. For the Samaritan man, he, he, didn't, he didn't put up his walls. He, he didn't use this as an excuse not to help. He looked beyond himself and at the priority of this other person. He needed to help, so he did. I want to ask you this question, and I want you to think about it. How high is helping people on the priority list of your everyday? You might not come across someone who's been beaten and bloodied every single day, right? That's maybe not going to happen. But someone might need your help with their time, with your time. It's going to require your time. Someone might need your thoughts, your advice, or your prayer. And the question we have to ask ourselves is how willing are we to help others in need? Our faith is one of relationship. We've talked about that before. It's the premise of our whole faith. Our faith is built upon relationship. And Moses recorded how God had given them the land and how he'd also given them the commands. And even with all of this in mind, there was something greater than the land and the law. It was the love of God. In, in verse, uh, sorry, in chapter four, verse seven, we see that they acknowledge that the law is the Lord. Sorry, is near them when they pray to Him. And I love that. That's awesome. That's such a special reality throughout all time, is that God has been close to his people. He gave them the law to help him live in a way that they could be in relationship with him and gave them the land so that they could build, uh, could build a life and then love God through worship and service to him. So here's the question. How do you prioritize God? How do you make, uh, sorry, he makes you the priority of his day, right? He makes every single one of us the priority for him. So how are we doing that for him? If you don't have a clear answer, maybe think about how you could insert more time with God, or even maybe it's changing a, a thought process or a belief that you have. Do what you can to arrest those thoughts and get right with God and make Him the priority of your single every single day. Verse of the day. Verse of the day, Luke chapter 10, verse 39. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what He said. How often do you sit at the feet of God? See, we can't live our lives all the time working, and we also can't live our lives all the time sitting. We can't do 100% all the time. So how much do you prioritize the sitting? Maybe we don't sit because we recognize that it's too hard and we need to feel like, sorry, we feel like we need to serve to make up for the fact that we're feeling insecure. Maybe it's the other way around. Maybe all we do is sit and maybe we need to look at how we can serve a little bit more. Either way, I want to encourage you. Make space, sit with God and allow Him to encourage you every single day. The Daily Brew, done and dusted. Thank you so much. Day 95, we're done for today. Looking forward to another day tomorrow. This coffee feels almost quite minty. Like it's given my, my tongue's a little bit tingly after having that. I don't know what's in it. Uh, to do that, but I'm looking forward to trying it as a plunger tomorrow. Come back and I'll give you my thoughts on this brew. Hey, a massive thank you to every single person who has already followed the podcast and rated it. Five stars, five stars. Who's already rated it? Thank you so much for doing that. It helps promote this through the algorithm. And also to you, if you're watching on YouTube, hello, good to see you. Hey, if you haven't done so already, thank you for all of those who have, but if you haven't done so already, take a moment and subscribe to the YouTube channel, like this devotional video, 
and click the bell so you never miss a devotional. Now's a great time too to share it with people who you think maybe could enjoy getting deeper into the Word of God or maybe people who are saying, man, I want to get deeper into the Word. How do I do it? Get them involved in this Bible plan. I know it's day 95, but it's never too late to start at day number one. That is it though for today. If it's the start of your day, have a great rest of your day. Unless it's sleep time, good night, sleep tight, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for day 96. Oh, we're close to 100 days back here on The Daily Brew.